turning now to Matthew for a moment. Matthew 28. Last week we considered the ladies and their, the instruction of the Lord to them to go. Go quickly and tell the disciples. And as they were in the way, the Lord appeared to them. And we looked at in the way. Have you been on the way <laughs> this week? The way of the Christian. The early church people were known as people of the way. And that's a good phrase. They were called Christians first at Antioch, but they were called people of the way. And I pray that you're on the way. <laughs> and uh, there's many other references other than the ones we give. We gave last week that uh, talk about this. Matthew seven thirteen to 14. There's the broad and the narrow way. And it uses those words there. Um, there's a way of destruction, a broad way, and a way of life, the narrow way. Uh, the, <coughs> the Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch in Acts chapter 8, verse 26 and 36, it uses they're on the, on the way. <laughs> they're in the right track, they're on the right path. That is, Philip was and the eunuch. And as they're on the way, they said, Here is water, what hinders me? To be baptized. Now that was a literal way, and a road that day. Uh, <clears throat> and what I like what Isaiah chapter 30 and verse 21 tells us this is the way, walk ye in it. <laughs> and the Lord has said to us, hasn't He? This is the way. This is the only way, the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by it. Are you on the way? Be on the way. It's a place you'll meet the Lord Jesus, a place of blessing. If you're out of the way, if you're off the track, if you're on a rabbit trail, on a detour, you won't be meeting the Lord Jesus. <laughs> Get in the right, on the right path. Um, <clears throat> and Paul, in Acts 9 verse 2, was looking for anyone that was on this way. Remember, he, it, it literally says that. If Saul found any on of the way, Acts 9-2, he would take them, capture them. And so that, they, that people knew that these people were on the way, the way of truth and life. In Acts 19, the way was evil spoken of in verses 8 through to 10, particularly verse 9. The way of truth, the way of life. <clears throat> there was up, uproar at Ephesus because of the way concerning which Paul taught. So there was an uproar caused because of these people that were on the way. Now, I think there's a, a good message in all of these things. <laughs> Paul persecuted those who were on the way. He said that in his testimony. I think it was to Felix in Acts 22. No, it was someone else at that time. Acts 22 and verse 4. Paul said he persecuted those on the way. And it's said in Acts 24, 22, that Felix knew of the way. He knew of that way. He had heard about that way. Christians had testified that they're on the way of the Lord Jesus. Um, <clears throat> and the way of God was explained more perfectly by Priscilla and Aquila to someone who hadn't understood the way of the Lord in Acts 18, 20, 26. There's a new and living way that we walk in through the new covenant 
Hebrews 10, 19-20. So on the way. <laughs> and these ladies were on the way and the Lord met them in the way. And the Lord will meet you and meet your need on that way. And Jesus said unto them in verse 10 of Matthew 28, Be not afraid, go tell my brethren, and they go that they go into Galilee, and there shall they see me, as he had before told them to and prophesied of. Now when they were going, in verse 11, Behold, some of the watch came into the city, and showed unto the chief priests all things that were done. And when they were assembled with the elders, and had taken counsel, they gave large money unto the soldiers. Always enough money in religious circles to do the wrong thing, isn't there? <laughs> saying I am rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing Laodicean church the last church of this age and that's where we are today a lot of churches have a lot of property from many years ago when they bought it cheap in prominent positions in big towns and little towns and what are they doing today? Because they're not preaching the truth. These churches haven't got people in them. And they're, so, they're selling it up. And they've got money in the coffers. <laughs> and uh, the, the churches like ours are, are not aged. <laughs> they haven't got a lot in the coffers to do the things that they can and compromise and then still pay their way and pay the ministry. But <clears throat> the... Uh, these, these have, and they paid these soldiers, saying, Say ye, his disciples came by night and stole him away while we slept. What depths the religious people will go to to cover their tracks. <laughs> Terrible, as we see what, what they did here in trying to persuade these people to do this. Now the ladies met the Lord Jesus they hear Jesus, they worship Jesus, and they obey the Lord Jesus, as we finished out last time together. And we see the great cover-up of these soldiers. The soldiers report, and the saints report, in verse 11. Back in verse 4 of chapter 28, we read, And for fear of them did the keepers shake, and became as dead men. Let us pray. Thank you, Lord, that, Lord, when you shake... And we tremble before you, we get saved, but we don't become as dead men as these soldiers did. And Lord, we know that one day at your presence the earth will shake, the heavens will be moved out of their place, but the saints will be secure because of the sacrifice of the Saviour. Thank you, Lord, that we don't necessarily tremble before you, but we certainly have reverential fear as we come before you and see you in your word and see saints of old that have met you face to face and Lord they did humbly bow before you and bless the word as it's shared tonight and the thoughts of it in Jesus name Amen <clears throat> so when the angel appeared and the resurrection was occurring here the keepers did shake and became as dead men Think of the implications of the Lord appearing to people. Think of the things that happened when the Lord did appear to people. Let's go to the book of Acts, chapter 9 and verse 6. When the Lord's power was evident, when something miraculous was happening, 
We we'll probably could think in the Old Testament to the, of the children of Israel that had just been delivered from, <clears throat> from down in Egypt. And they're all so interested in what was going to happen when Moses went up on the mountain. And he went up on the mountain and it started shaking and it was all together in a smoke and a fire. And they backed off, didn't they? <laughs> they backed away for fear of the Lord as he, he showed his presence to the whole camp of Israel on that occasion. And Moses was up there, remember. He was in the smoke. <laughs> he was in where the Lord was. And because he didn't come down after a while, well, he's gone. What's become of him, they said. Up, build us a, something we can follow to Aaron. And they built the golden calf, thinking that no one would survive up there. But the saint of the Lord did, didn't he? He came down and his face shone, as it reads in Scripture. In Acts chapter 9 and verse 6, we read, And he, this is Saul of Tarshish, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? This is where Paul got saved. <laughs> this is where Paul met the Lord. This is the occasion of the conviction of God upon him. And, Lord, Lord, what will thou have me to do? Straight away he was inducted into service. He wanted to be. It's hard for you to kick against the goads. And trembling before the Lord. It's a good way to turn to the Lord, isn't it? The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And this is where Paul began to fear the Lord. He had an understanding in his head, but he, now he was experiencing salvation in the heart. And so <clears throat> he trembled before the Lord. If you go to Acts chapter 24 and verse 25, we see the opposite reaction to another man that understood what salvation was about. And he also trembled in Acts 24 verse 25. And as he reasoned of righteousness and temperance, this is Paul preaching to this man now. And judgment to come. Paul didn't stop. He unleashed all of the truth. You don't get saved, old Felix. You're going to go to hell. Judgment's upon you, for you have sinned. And you can hear Paul and all his understanding of the Old Testament and new that was revealed to him. And judgment to come. And what happened when Paul preached on this? Felix trembled and answered, Go thy way, for this time when I have a more convenient season, I will call for thee. When we come under the conviction of the Lord, it's time to repent. It's time to get saved. It's time to turn to the Lord. Not say, well, another day I'll put it off. And as Christians, when he convicts us about something, don't put it off to another day. Because another day never seems to come, does it? For people that put off the decision for the day. Felix trembled, Paul got saved. The Philippian jailer, Acts chapter 16 and verse 29. Here's a man that saw the hand, the hand of the Lord literally working, shaking the place up, causing an earthquake. And then we can say, yes, earthquakes are caused by the Lord. This one was. <clears throat> chapter 16 and verse 29. And Paul, well, 28, Paul cried out with a loud voice after this earthquake, do thyself no harm. We're all here. And he called for a light and sprang in and came trembling 
and fell down before Paul and Silas. What was he doing earlier that day? He was whipping them, laying stripes upon them, throwing them in the stocks. And there in prison they sung, and the earthquake happened in verse 26. But here he comes in trembling before them. He, he recognized that this is God's hand. <clears throat> Let's not put off the things that God is doing to our country and saying, oh, it was just, just a chance, it just happened, it's, uh, it's global warming, you know. <laughs> That's what's causing all this problem over here. Mm -hmm. That's God. It's God. Let's listen. Let's listen, country. What God is trying to get our attention, let's come trembling before him as the jailer did. And he brought them out and he said, they, and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? What you've got is what I need, what I want in my life and my family. And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved and thy house. He came trembling before God. These, these soldiers in the account in Matthew 28, they fell as dead men. They were trembling. And remember one of them, what, what did one of them actually say? Surely he was the son of God. I wonder if that one got saved. It seems like that's almost a confession, isn't it? He is the son of God. We must recognize that he is and believe that he is in our heart. I don't know if it was a head or a heart knowledge then for that man. Maybe he was one of these men that fell out down as a dead man. <clears throat> they, they didn't die because they were up and running to, to the people and they took a bribe. And anyone taking a bribe like that, you know, it's, it's, there's no picture of salvation in that, in that man's life. 2 Corinthians chapter 7 and verse 15. 2 Corinthians 7, 15. <clears throat> These people that come before the Lord trembling. <clears throat> Paul expressing to these Corinthians and he said and his inward affection is more abundant toward you while he remembereth the obedience of you all how with fear and trembling ye received him <laughs> and this is the way the Corinthians came but they seemed to have lost their fear and reverence for the Lord and respect for him but they did at that time, they came with fear and trembling and received the Lord Jesus. Can you remember that you have done this? Can you remember a time we'd come before the Lord and humbly surrendered to him? Philippians chapter 2 and verse 12. We read, <clears throat> Wherefore, my, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more, in my absence, and who is he talking to? The Philippians, Christian people. He's saying, in my absence. So let's not just do it when dad's around. Let's not do it, just do it when the pastor, evangelist, or you know, someone is around that is doing the right thing as a Christian. But work out your own salvation with fear and trembling when nobody else is around. <coughs> when you're worshipping the Lord, do thine arms in secret. And the Lord seeth thee and rewards you. So <clears throat> don't do it just because men are looking. Do it because God is looking on and you want to please him. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. It's not saying, well, how, I, how can I get saved? This is talking to Christians. This is talking about doing what is right as a Christian 
Now you are a Christian. Neglecting not your salvation, as we looked at in Hebrews chapter 2, was it in verse 3 this morning? Let's do it, because we need to come with, before him with fear and trembling, working out and doing that which is right and respectful to the Lord. Isaiah chapter 66 and verse 2. Excuse me, Isaiah 66 and verse 2. It's not what you do in public when others are looking that makes you a Christian. It's what you do when nobody is looking but God and you do the right thing that proves and shows your faith. Isaiah 66 and verse 2. For all these things hath mine hand made, and all those things have been, said the Lord. But to this man will I look, even to him that is poor and a contrite spirit, and that does what? Trembles at my word. A lot of people aren't reading the word, a lot of preachers aren't preaching the word, and nobody's trembling at the word anymore. What are some verses you can think of where it tells us that one day people will tremble at the word and at the Lord? What book in the Bible is there? What book in the Bible do you think that there is, there is a, there's people trembling? Revelation. Book of Revelation. And you find that literally, don't you? At tremble at his word. When you, when you read the word of God, and I pray that's not just, well, I remember when I was younger, I trembled at the word when the, the preacher was preaching or when the evangelist was preaching. And they're usually the ones that make you shake in your boots a bit. They jump up and down and they, they, they talk loud. And, and, and Timothy wasn't one, but it, Paul said, do the work of an evangelist. And they make us think seriously about our walk with the Lord and tremble at his word as you read through the word. As I read through the word, something is really becoming obvious in the Old Testament is how Israel walked away from God. They didn't tremble his word, didn't even read his word. The word of the Lord was rare in those days, was scarce. And so they weren't trembling at the word and they walked off and served other gods. They walked off and served themselves. And God eventually said, out with you, Israel, you're away. Explaining this to to, to Juma, was it yesterday we were talking a little about this? He said, why, why does God still love the Jews? <laughs> and uh, I said, because he chose them and that's it. <laughs> he still loves them, even though they did what they did. They paid a high price for it, but they're still a nation. They're, still, they're back in the land and God is going to deal with them. And he's, got, he's going to deal with them to make them tremble at his word. To the point he'll wipe two-thirds of them out in death. There who are in the land of Israel at that time. And then they bow, as Zechariah 14 says, and and they look upon him whom they have pierced. You know, some people, it takes a lot for them to to break that stubborn will. But praise God, if your will's been broken and you've surrendered to the Lord, you've trembled at the word as Christians. Let's tremble at the word. I think the study this morning about the talents we have and the use of those talents is something that really should make us tremble before the Lord and think, stop 
it's going to happen. It's going to happen to me. It's going to happen to you. It's gonna, we're going to be there. You, you, it's not like I can make this appointment and get away with it. This is one of those about four appointments you can't get away with. The appointment of death, the appointment of judgment. You, you can't get away. And we ought to tremble at that thought if we're not walking with the Lord as we should. There should be a, a trembling amongst us. <clears throat> James chapter 2 and verse 19. It, it talks about demons. It, it says devils, but de there's only one devil and many demons. And in chapter 2, verse 19, we read, Thou believest there is one God, thou dost well. The devils also believe and tremble. They're in the spirit realm. They, can, they know what's going on. They can see what we can't see. And they fear and they tremble at the thought of God. Remember when the Lord was casting out the demons from the swine on the other side, the eastern side of the Sea of Galilee there? They begged the Lord not to send them to hell then. And they went into the pigs. And the pigs all drowned themselves. Where they went after that, who knows? But they, they tremble at the Lord Jesus. Paul we know and someone else we know and Jesus we know, but who are you? The sons of Scabia, I think. Who are you? And they, 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 went, they leapt into the, these uh, people that were trying to do an exorcism that weren't gods and terrible things. They, they went out of the house, to clothes torn from them and, and torn up physically. Demons know and tremble at God. How much more should we, who are lost sinners, even saved sinners, tremble before the Lord? In Psalm 114 and verse 7. Psalm 114 verse 7. And you can go through and find these and others about where things tremble before the Lord. 114 and verse 7. Tremble thou earth at the presence of the Lord. At the presence of the God of Jacob. Tremble thou earth. <laughs> The Lord speaks and the place trembles, doesn't it? And one day it will tremble so bad that every mountain will fall down and all the cities will fall flat in the tribulation. Tremble thou earth at thy presence, the presence of the Lord when he arises to shake terribly the earth. Tremble earth at his presence. In Psalm 99, just back a bit in verse 1. Psalm 99 and verse 1. The Lord reigneth, let the peoples tremble. He sitteth before or between the cherubim, let the earth be moved. The Lord reigneth, let the people tremble. <clears throat> in Proverbs we read in 29 and verse 1. He that being often reproved and hardeneth his neck shall suddenly be destroyed and that without remedy. When they hear and they see and they tremble like Felix, but don't change their ways, <clears throat> a terrible destruction awaits them. They shall suddenly be destroyed. And let's see this in the life of the Jewish people in Jeremiah chapter 5 and verse 22 and other verses as we go through it. Jeremiah 5:22. Fear ye not me, saith the Lord. Will, will ye not tremble at my presence? 
who have placed this, <coughs> excuse me, the sand for the bound of the sea by a perpetual decree that it cannot pass it, and through its, though its waves toss themselves, yet they not they don't prevail. <laughs> though they roar, yet they cannot pass over it. But this people, this people, Israel, hath a revolting and a rebellious heart. They are revolted and gone. Neither say there in, the, in their heart, let us now fear the Lord God, who giveth us rain, both the former and the latter rain, in season, he reserveth unto us the appointed weeks of the harvest. God does all this, but you're not fearing me. This is a, a perpetual decree back there in the verse. Verse 25, your iniquities have turned away these things. Your sins have withheld good things from you. Tremble at my word. Show respect to the Lord. In verse 30 of that same chapter 5, wonderful and horrible thing is committed in the land. The prophets prophesy falsely. And the priests bear rule by their means. My people love to have it so. And what will you do in the end of it all? This is a result of a nation and a people that don't tremble at the Lord nor at his word. In verse 13 of chapter 6. From the least of them even to the greatest of them. Like verse 31 of chapter 5. Everyone is given to covetousness from the prophet even unto the priest. Everyone dealeth falsely. It's like it's gone. It's gone down the tube. The whole of Israel. And this is just before their captivity. Jeremiah, the weeping prophet, telling them to repent. To tremble at the presence of the Lord. Like these people that were running and that has be, or become as dead men at the resurrection. Thus saith the Lord, verse 16 of Jeremiah 6. Stand in the ways and see, and ask for the old paths, where it is the good way, and walk in it, and ye shall find rest for your souls. But they said, We will not walk in it. The old paths and the old ways are still pretty good. <laughs> no, are still the best ways. <laughs> And uh, a generation giving to change need to read those verses, don't they? Don't remove the ancient landmarks. We're not a landmark Baptist church. <laughs> there are some. Now, they, they use that in a good sense, but some use it in a wrong sense. But <clears throat> stand in the ways that old paths, the old ways are still good. They're good enough for mum and dad and for grandma and grandpa. The preaching of the word is still good enough. The shortening of the sermons, the shortening of the services. And just talking to the Juma and his friends, you can see that they have a respect back there in Kenya for the Lord. They mightn't understand as much of the Bible as you, but that doesn't make it's It's, it's their hard attitude. <laughs> They're just willing to do it willing to give and let it cost us whatever it may. We're willing to tremble before the Lord and to fear him and stand in the paths of the Lord. <clears throat> Will, are we willing? There's many others. Do your own little bit of research just in the book of Job. 
It wasn't until Job had all the problems come upon him and befell him that he started really trembling before the Lord. And it's many times mentioned there. I pray that God would help us to tremble as we read the word and understand the concepts and and what's going to happen. What about the people who are unsaved who are our friends? They make a mock of God often. They don't tremble at God, the thought of God. They don't even believe he exists. One day he's going to have them tremble before him. Would to God they would tremble in, to salvation and get saved now. Not wait for a day when it's too late. Too, too late. Don't be terrified at the presence of the Lord as Christians, but if you're unsaved, be terrified at the thought of God judging you and standing before the Lord at the great white throne on that awesome day of judgment where not one of those souls in Revelation, was it 20, will be delivered from, by salvation because it's too late. They didn't tremble to salvation. They said, another day like Felix. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, that you give us such warnings in your word. And such examples as nations and individuals, a nation and individuals who ought to have trembled at the presence of God and one day did tremble but did not react correctly. I pray that we would read the word, that teenagers would read the word, that young people would read the word and understand what it's saying and tremble at the presence of God. Even the earth. And the universe knows who God is. And it will tremble when he says so. But man with a stubborn and proud will, a haughty spirit will deny the Lord and not tremble. O Lord, you would break hearts. Break the stubborn spirit and cause many to be saved before you come and deliver them from the wrath to come our friends and our family and those in our community. Lord, may our government and the people there represented tremble at the thought of God and giving giving one day an account for how they govern this country, what they let pass as far as laws are concerned. There's no fear of God before their eyes. Bring it upon them, Lord. Lord, with all that you've done to our country, surely some people are asking the question, what's going on? What is God doing? Why is this allowed? And may we come before you with trembling and fear, reverence and respect, and give all that is due to your name in these areas. We ask you and pray your blessing in Jesus' name. Amen.